welcome to the fourth episode of Games with Toasty. Today we are going to ask the simple question, is the Steam Deck a Switch killer? Well, the simple answer to that is no. That's it from me, I'll catch you next time. Okay, 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 I'll give you a proper answer. No, the the Steam Deck will probably not be the end of the Switch. Put it this way, Game Gear, Nomad, whatever Atari made, PSP, and Vita. All these things have tried to take on Nintendo's rock-solid handheld base. They've all failed horribly, in fact. And this is because Nintendo is very good at harnessing their universal brand appeal and the fact that their hardware is almost always cheaper. And it's worked. The Game Boy absolutely destroyed everything that came up against it. And the Game Boy was operating on vastly outdated hardware that lasted for, I think, 10 years. So there's no reason why it should have lasted that long, but it did. And it's because it was so cheap and it had Nintendo's seal plastered all over it. And let's not underestimate how important Nintendo's IPs are. Characters like Mario are known by every gamer on earth. And not just them, their grandmas and even their grandma's best mate Gladys knows who Mario is. This kind of pull is undeniable. Then you've got things like Pokemon, which has never died. You might think that Pokemon Mania went away. It's never went away, ever. When I was a kid, Pokemon was huge. I now have children and Pokemon is still huge. It's been going on for well over 20 years and that Pokemon Mania has never went away. Going back to price, however, the Switch comes in at a very smooth £200 for the Lite version, which is their entry-level system, essentially. The full Switch with the dock and the handheld and TV play is about £250. Okay, these are well under the asking price for both next-gen consoles and it is also well under the asking price for the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck is rolling in at about £350 base, which is £100 to £150 more than the Switch. That is about the price of a PS5 and that is incredibly expensive to drop on a handheld system, especially when their competitors are so cheap in comparison. But what if you wanted a fancier model of Steam Deck? Well, that's going to knock you back roughly £600, which is two to three times more expensive than its competitor. These are incredibly expensive machines and Nintendo's versions of those machines are so much cheaper. It will make a difference when it comes to people choosing what they want to buy, especially when we factor in Nintendo's main audience. One of Nintendo's largest audiences is kids and parents by extension. Obviously kids can't buy anything but the games kids will play can almost entirely be found on the Switch. I'm talking about games like Minecraft or Fortnite, that kind of thing. And that's not to mention the pull of the Nintendo's main IPs, which I've already touched. Parents love this. Parents will look at the price gap and say that they are both basically offering the same thing, which is handheld and TV play, but the Switch is up to three times cheaper and has the Nintendo branding 
stuck all over it. It's a super easy sell for Nintendo. Parents are not likely to pick up a Steam Deck over a Switch. It's just not going to happen. On the flip side, however, who is the deck aimed at? Adult gamers. It's aimed at adult gamers who want to PC game on the move or want a PC game without the hassle of buying or building a PC, which are temperamental nearly all the time. As an ex-PC gamer, PC gaming was 50% joy and 50% heartbreak. So the Steam Deck is an easy way to access the PC market without having to mess around with the nonsense that is the PC market, essentially. Now, will this eat into Nintendo's core audience? Yes, a little bit. The Switch has had undisputed control over the handheld market, so people who wanted to play indie games on the move would likely buy the Switch. That's no longer a thing that needs to happen. You can just buy the Steam Deck, and the Steam Deck also offers massive AAA titles that can be found on PC, and it will play them at a decent graphical fidelity. So it absolutely will eat into that portion of the potential audience. But again, price is a big issue. People might just stick with the Switch because it runs indie games admirably and it has a massive back catalogue of indie games. But let's be honest here, the Steam Deck is much more appealing in this capacity simply because it has broader options because the Steam library is ginormous. Now, a big argument I've seen circulate on the social medias is that the Steam Deck is basically a PC. You can install things like emulators and you can just get the Nintendo Switch experience by emulating all of Nintendo's games and have a Steam Deck that has all the benefits of the Switch and all the benefits of the Steam Deck. This is a interesting argument that I don't think holds much water on, on the one side, it's illegal, and not everyone is willing to break the law. And on the other side, people who are willing to emulate or pirate Nintendo's games were not likely to buy Nintendo products anyway. So that's not a lost sale. That was never going to be a sale, so it wasn't lost. So in my opinion, that's not really a massive factor in the is the Switch dead argument that's going on at the minute. The Steam Deck just isn't going to be a Switch color. It's just not. It's going to occupy a market that overlaps with Nintendo's in some ways, but it's not going to completely drain them of their core audience. So if it's not going to kill the Switch, what could it do? Well, outside of capitalizing on its own market, it could hopefully give Nintendo a little bit of a shakeup. Nintendo are well known to be the best at garnering bad reputations. Their business practices are unusual and often baffling to the common gamer. And amazingly, this just works for them because nothing competes with them. They don't compete with Sony. They don't compete with Microsoft. They compete with nothing. And if you want to play Nintendo stuff and you want to have the Nintendo experience and what they offer in their various gimmicks, then you have to purchase Nintendo. That's no longer a thing. Steam Deck encroaches on that, it gives options, this might shake up how Nintendo operates. Or it won't, they might just lower the price of the Switch to continue to undercut Valve's product. Either way, this isn't a death of a console, this isn't the Wii U. 
The Switch has already sold over 80 million units and has been the best selling console on the market for over two years. If the Switch tanked in sales, then sure Nintendo would probably be pissed. But let's be honest here, the little hybrid has already raked in millions. So where does this leave us? Well, it leaves us in the exact same place we already were. Nintendo have up to three Pokemon games on the way. Breath of the Wild 2 has been announced and has a release date. And there's a new Metroid title that is being pushed hard by the big N. Their lineup of first party titles that are going to release in the next 12 months is pretty damn impressive. And like when the PS5 and the Series X launched, the Switch is probably just going to chug along enjoying continued sales. Let's just put all that console war nonsense to one side. That's more than enough Nintendo jacking and discourse smacking because the Steam Deck looks freaking amazing and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. My gaming PC broke years ago and I have not bothered to get it fixed or buy a new one. It was just too much hassle to pick up all of the bits and pieces to construct a new one and especially during COVID getting those parts is next to impossible. And this has left me with around about 1000 games gathering e-dust in my Steam library and the deck gives me an easy way to access them all. Sure the graphics won't be top of the line like a high-end gaming PC but that added bonus of handheld play is way too good to pass up. That freedom is very tantalizing. My only concern with the deck is how awkward it looks to use. It looks like a CRTV 8 a Sega Game Gear. The thing is ginormous and the button layout is, well, it looks questionable at best. The buttons are in weird positions. The sticks look awkwardly positioned too. It looks like a bit of a bulky beast. It reminds us a lot of the Duke from the OG Xbox, just a big, unwieldy, monstrous controller. <laughs> Not to mention, it also looks rather heavy, which when you combine all these things together, that doesn't seem like a particularly comfortable thing to play in handheld mode. But let's remember, the Wii U gamepad also looked hideous, and that thing was surprisingly comfortable to hold. So you never know. And that is it from me today, for real this time. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, then please slap that follow button. And if you want to follow my other goings on, then please follow me at Games with Toasty on Twitter. And you can also check out my website, which is www.gameswithtoasty.com, where you'll see the rest of my podcasts, as well as all my written rantings and ravings if that is what you're interested in. Until next time, feel free to drop a comment. And let me know what you think of the Steam Deck. I'll make sure to address any interesting takes on the Steam Deck in my next podcast. Until then, thanks for listening. Happy gaming. (laughs) 